Hey, welcome to Mare Studies. I'm one of your hosts, Jill. And I'm your other host, Lucas. And welcome to our first daytime recorded episode. I was just thinking that it doesn't matter to them, but I wonder if there'll be like a difference. If they can feel the vibe, like, wow, it's really early for you guys. Well, both their vibes are already off for unrelated yes. reasons. Right. And so it'll be interesting with feedback. Yeah. Which they're not afraid to give. Which I love about the community. Oh, no, I agree. Yeah, it's their podcast. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, technically, it's our podcast, but like but we do it them. for them, yeah, yes, and for yes. ourselves. Right. It's everyone's podcast. Um, we needed to get jump right into John in the news. <laughs> yes, there's there's some big John news. Yeah, we're here to talk about neon in a minute. So the big John news is not what you think I'm gonna say. Oh, really? Everyone thinks it's you've got something be about else. The tour. And I'll okay. talk about that in a minute. John is dating someone. Allegedly, Des it was a is not... blind item. No, 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 that was not a blind item. Oh, was it? So. Demoy is blind items predominantly. Yes. She yes. posts them in her story, and you can tell they're blind items because it'll say like subject from keep anonymous or whatever. Uh-huh. Then sometimes she'll take like questions, uh-huh. and someone asked her, whoever she is who runs Demoy, mm-hmm. is John finally dating someone? And she just wrote yes. Okay. Now she usually is pretty good about being like total blind item, don't okay. know if it's accurate. And, and has a disclaimer on the page that she mm-hmm. posts constantly. Like, I know it might not be true. This is what the page is. Like, calm down. Right. But if she's asked direct questions about what she knows about, uh-huh. then she just says the answers. So we feel this is, like, with pretty good confidence that he's dating somebody. Unfortunately, yeah. And well, you have a theory about who it is. Yeah, I think it's Alex Cooper. I'm just not going to be a fan of that. You're not going to be a fan of anyone, Wrong. no matter who it is. Who, okay, who is the person that he could be dating that you'd be like, oh, I'm so excited that John is dating her? I have two. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I have three. There's myself. Right. <laughs> then, There's me, myself, and I. And this isn't factoring age. I think these girls are probably way... Well, I know one of them is way too young for uh-huh. him. So just like, don't judge me for that. Right. Are you going to say love, Jenna Ortega? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. I love Miley Cyrus for him. Oh, I, I don't. I think, she's, I think that's a bad pair. I also could do a whole podcast on how she's such an underrated talent. Oh, I love Miley. And I'm saying them a bad pair is oh, no, not I know any slight to Miley. Yeah. yeah. I was just saying if I had to start another podcast, which I'm not going to do. Mm-hmm. And then my next one, it, just because I'm obsessed with her, is mm-hmm. Vanessa Hudgens. But I think uh, they're, I mean, she was in High School Musical, so she's got to be too young. And Miley was on Disney Channel when I was old. So, yeah. So, those girls are way too young. I hate to break it to you, hmm. Jill. I'm old. <laughs> but Vanessa Hudgens is way closer to his age bracket than any of these other people we're talking about are. Is she holds Vanessa than, Hudgens? And, and a lot of people that he's been linked to. She's like almost our age. No, She's like no, that no, no, much no, no, younger no. than us. No, I watched She's knocking on like the door of 40 at this with point. With two children. Yes. And I understand that they weren't really high school age, but... This isn't a Vanessa Hudgens She's podcast. She's got to be knocking on the door of 40 at this I point. I don't think it's either of those girls. Vanessa Hudgens is with someone. Miley Cyrus is busy with her diss track. Right, right. You, who would beautiful. you like to see him with? You don't really care, I right? don't care. I think my guy can me, date whoever he me. wants to. I don't have a problem with Alex Cooper. I, you know. And the reason, so the reason I think that. too. I don't remember her exact age. I did some research on her for the, that one episode and then it all just left Yeah, I, I couldn't even remember her name. <laughs> Um, but there's a couple of reasons why I think it. One, it was so out of character for him so to do the podcast. Saying, oh, because it's almost the new year. Do something right. out of character. Okay, John. It makes a lot of sense if, mm-hmm. like, Cassie knew him and knew yeah. her. And maybe one Set of them, them had on said something right. Mm-hmm. And so they had the dinner and they really hit it off. Mm-hmm. And John's like, well, I, he, he said on the whole thing, like, I don't do the dating thing anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So how do I spend more time with this person? Yeah. Okay, well, let's do some work, quote unquote, mm-hmm. together. Let's do this podcast. Yeah. And then 
she posted I know. on her story oh, after the other John news that we haven't even talked about yet. Yeah, whatever. Was like, <laughs> I think I think it's because of me. And then he responded, right? Then he responded. You know, he shared it and uh-huh. responded. And said, yeah, it was. But I just don't think he would make it so obvious. He, I don't think when he's dating someone, he's going to start sharing their stories, no matter what the stories say. I think he'd be more private about it. Well, obviously, he's not being super private about it if... No, Demoy has Des Moines their way. Knows that, about that's it. not. That's different. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. On the podcast, he definitely said he wasn't dating anyone. Right. But of course, he could have started dating her like an hour later. Absolutely. Like, it just depends on that could have been dating. their second date, if for all we know. Yeah. No. I, all joking aside, I do want him to find happiness and stuff. But yeah. I will say, there's something. This is like going to sound toxic. Mm-hmm. There is something more fun about being a fan of a male or, or a, a celebrity who you're attracted to. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, when they're single, because even though you have no chance, mm-hmm. you're like, so you're saying there's a chance. Like, technically, there's a chance. Right. If they're married or with someone, then you think, oh, there's no chance anymore. No, there was never a chance for you. <laughs> but you just feel better about it. I just finished, we just finished watching the Elvis movie. Oh, is it good? There's a, there, it's, That's Vanessa Hudgens' ex-boyfriend. Yes. And there's a moment in there where, like, Elvis' manager comes to him and he's mm-hmm. like, you have to... Tom Hanks? Yes. Yeah. You can't let people know that you and Priscilla are dating. Right, right. Yeah. And, that, and she's like sense. crying, like, uh, and he's like, we're holding her hand, like, we're, we're together, of course. Yeah. I just have to say yeah. that I'm single. And you know. I mean, they do that a lot with the boy bands when they're first starting mm. out. Like, mm-hmm. um, Nick Lachey was dating Jessica Simpson, and they couldn't talk about it. So, like, a lot of your marketing is that these girls are in love with you and think yeah. they have a chance, which is weird. If you really look at it. But also, I do it. So and, whatever. And, and we also know from Adam Levine that being married isn't necessarily a, a deterrent yes. for you. Yes. You, still, you still might have your shot. My moral code's a little different. So I expect <laughs> everyone to have it. Okay, so we'll move on to what they really want to talk about and it, on in the news. No which one is that John's going on tour. Yay! I'm less excited <laughs> than you. I'm not going. You're I going. I'm going. Uh, I, he's because it's a, the reason I'm not going is because it's a solo acoustic tour. Correct. And I know that there's an audience for that. Obviously. Oh my God, people are so excited. Yes. They're more excited than I am, mm-hmm. for sure. Go ahead. I know my biases, mm-hmm. you know, biases. I am a musician. I'm a drummer. I love the full band stuff. Mm-hmm. So full band, I'm interested. Solo acoustic guitar is far less interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, unless to, it would have been cool for me if he was doing like a club tour and it was like smaller okay. venues, yes. like a more intimate thing. Yes. But he's still playing arenas. That's my thing. Uh-huh. I thought... Yeah, I get this. You start. I saw him like that. Uh-huh. Like I'm totally on board with it. I'm totally entertained by it. But I thought, what a weird choice for an arena tour because if you're sitting in that nosebleed, it's just you and a guitar. And, yeah. and then after seeing him in concert with the band so recently, right? I never expected to see him again now. And if I did, I thought it would be the end of the summer after yeah. Dead and Company. Coming off that experience where I was like wired for weeks, mm-hmm. and it was so just. Wow. Yeah. And I'm not saying that he can't be wow with a guitar, but I thought, this is weird. I don't understand this. And like the podcast, it seems like it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You announce the tickets. The tickets are on sale two days later. The concert's in two months. Is not the normal. Right. Announce, yes, concert tickets on sale in a few days. And then the concert's like six months from now. I don't know why. That's how it works. Well, so you have to also understand that he's not with the record label right now. He's do whatever he wants. He can do it. Ever he I wants. like this better. I don't want to wait six months when I drop like $200 on something. And because like his whole thing was like it wasn't time until it was. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, yeah. I just feel like doing this. And I bet can, it's going to be awesome though. You can make the case that maybe it was sitting across from Alex Cooper with just no, him and that no, acoustic you guitar make that case. and being on a podcast. He's like, how do I keep this energy going? Oh, I'll just go by myself. And so a lot of the reason too of why you need so much lead time is you have to get the band free. 
right? These yeah, guys are all yes. working and they and have their own schedules. Singers, yeah, the lighting, the venues. Yeah, exactly. You, to, you know, especially so, arenas. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, which why you have to kind of plan ahead. But you know, like Maggie Lindelman, Lindeman, who is is on a label, did a very similar thing where she like announced the tour mm-hmm. and is like a week later is on the tour. Amazing. Like it just happened. That's like, how yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out and how people like it. But I've set a poll up thinking, oh, everyone's going to be like-minded to me and you. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm happy to see him, to quote the song, like any way I can. Right, right. right? But I knew you were going to, my mom, I'm going with my mom. She says, oh, do you think Lucas is going to want to go with you? I was like, that's hilarious. Lucas wants no part of this. Yeah. Like if I won free tickets again, I don't know if he'd take them. No, I would t- I would take free tickets. Free. Okay. Absolutely. To Palm Springs or even to Los Angeles. Uh, you don't have either. The, yeah, you don't have the. I don't have the LA. Disdain I, like, of Los Angeles no, I do. I, do. I absolutely hate going to LA. Mm-hmm. I hate having to drive to LA. I hate playing in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, book me in LA because I need the money. Um, but, <laughs> but I would much rather go to Palm Springs. I love Palm Springs. Like right? Palm Springs is like my so second close, home. Close, no traffic, simple freeway. If 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 I were to pick a place, I guess. Of like, if I move, what city would I move to? Mm-hmm. Palm Springs is the most likely scenario. If I ever you leave hate Redlands. Heat. Um, I've grown accustomed to it. Okay. And you know what I lo- you know what I hate more than heat? Hmm. Uh, it being overcast. I love sunshine. No one's trying to put you at the beach. More oh. than I hate heat. Right. So Palm Springs is sunny like 360 days a year. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Um. So a few things we want to talk about. The tour is about 19 places. Okay. 19 arenas. Mm-hmm. We've already addressed this, and not in a more formal way. He's playing in the new arena. And so check this out. Every time I look at the arena, it has uh-huh. a different city. It's Palm Desert. Palm Springs, Thousand Palms, and it's so funny because on the radio station where I'm going to try and win tickets, uh-huh. they keep saying the Palm Springs area, and yeah. like he's all like exhausted when he has to say it. I'm like, mm-hmm. why does he have such an attitude? It's because every website you go to, like there's their website, there's Ticketmaster, everyone's all calling it a different, different city, place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which happens in Palm Springs a lot. Yeah, it's not in Palm Springs proper. No, but that's just, but if it's you're the biggest here, city, it's just, right? Yeah, exactly. you just say that. In the same way that, like, oh, well, we played a show, we opened up for like this national touring band with one of my other bands, and they were. They played in Redlands, mm-hmm. and they were calling it Los Angeles. Oh my! No, that is not the same. <laughs> that is not the same at all. Palm Desert, Palm Springs are next to each other. Right. Redlands and LA. We're a good hour, an hour and a half away. traffic, and it's like yeah. fifteen hours. Yeah. And multiple freeway changes. But like Palm totally Desert, totally different vibe. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, okay, so I am so excited about the Palm area yes. show because it is a new arena, which I think yes. is kind of fun. It's like brand new, right? Yeah, and it Palm Springs isn't like close to here, but it feels close. Yeah, because it's it's just one street, right? You're one just on the freeway. freeway. Yeah. yeah, a straight line. You're just line. on the freeway, it's definitely straight, a straight line. line. Well, I don't know what exit it's off of or what freeway, but for the mo- is it off the 10? Uh, I don't know where it is. I know Palm Springs is off the The 10, 10, but like I don't know where in Palm Desert it is. I'm just so jazzed. The 10 will take you all the way through the Coachella Valley. Yeah. yeah. I had the best time at the forum, and I had been to the forum before specifically to see John. I really do like the forum. Mm -hmm. But oh my gosh, like it's no traffic, and it's a weekday. So Uh they were all, any shows local to me were weekdays, and I won't do Los Angeles on a weekday. That's why I ended up giving you those tickets for the second show. I was like, hard pass. Well, I, I hate to warn you this. No, the there, traffic is different. There's going to be terrible traffic That's different on the, than down Los the Angeles traffic. And um, we're, my mom and I don't play. We go around super early. Okay. We're there when the door opens just uh-huh. to get into the area before, and we take a thousand pictures. I learned my lesson last time. Not if they decorate it as cute as they decorate the forum. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing nowhere else does that with right. like the walls right. and the lyrics and right. stuff. But still, I'm there to shop when there's no line. I'm there to have some snackies. Mm-hmm. So if any of you are going to Palm. Area, Palm Desert show, 
hit me up on Instagram because I'll be there with you. And my mom and I are currently debating about our budget. Mm -hmm. I wanted to spend up to $1,000 a ticket, mm -hmm. to which she said, do you have a thousand dollars? To which I said, I have a credit card. <laughs> I don't like your tone, Mayor. <laughs> and so we're settled on a four hundred dollar budget right now, okay. which is not what I wanted. But then some really nice people on Instagram have given me. I only knew about resale prices because uh -huh. I won my tickets last year, right. and then they were terrible. Like I won them and I didn't get them till a week before the show. Right. And I was like, oh, I, I can't do this. Like They're I won't drive to Los away. Angeles for this. Yeah. Which you you sat in them and they weren't that bad. No, they were great. But. But Again, I'm not as bougie. I've seen him. No, I've just seen him front row, second right. row. Like you get accustomed to and treat I'm, like a princess. And I'm not in love with him. I don't need yes. to see the sweat glistening off his cheek. I don't need to well, see. Sweat's gross. I don't need to <laughs> stare deeply into his eyes and know that there's I a chance that. that he could be seeing me in and return. And then I have a chance if he's yeah. not dating Alex Cooper. Um. So. Oh, so yeah, so we're looking at 400, but then everyone was really nice and told me like what they actually paid, not resale. So mm -hmm. I was under the impression like third, fourth row was $1,000. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, that's adorable. No, I saw them at Madison Square Garden mm -hmm. for 700 with a VIP mm -hmm. package and this and that. So there's a lot of things going on. Also, if I win the tickets mm -hmm. uh, with the same radio station as trying to give them out, then I will just not buy tickets and I'll wait till my drive down because ticket resale ticket prices drop. Right. And it's like, hey, I'm going anyway. I'm getting in no matter what. Right. Let's and see then, what we can get right. at the last minute. I, I, I lose nothing, right. you know? Um, but I'm just like so excited. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and then my mom, like after I got her to commit mm -hmm. to the price, I was like, by the way, it's like solo and there's no band. And she's all, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, did I not tell you that? My bad. <laughs> yeah. That drive home is going to be gnarly though. Do you think? Every, there's one freeway back. Everyone from LA takes that same freeway. No one from LA is coming. I'm sure people oh, from LA are coming. People from LA go to Palm Springs all the time. Well, I mean, I don't have a lot of options. Yeah. Well, thank you for ruining it for me. I'm okay. not trying to ruin it for I'm just, I, I'm just trying to manage your expectations. Manage my expectations. Well, my expectation is to win concert tickets for myself. And then whoever wins them, my mm -hmm. mom or me, the opposite is going to keep trying to win for you. Nice. So, because it's a small radio station, so yeah. chances are, are good. But let's move on to the okay. song. Okay. So, speaking of solo John on yes, acoustic yes. guitar, the song we're talking about today, Fan Choice. Yes. Selected by you guys. They're pumped. Yeah. Is Neon. Mm -hmm. Not Neon Light. Which is, if you watch John Mayer has a TV show, oh, right? Awesome. We're going back to John Mayer has a TV show. We talked about this one bit he does before mm -hmm. where he gets the girls together yes, and he yes, plays yes. daughters and they sing. And one of the girls, she's asking, like, what are your favorite songs? And she's like, listening them off. And he goes, Neon Lights. <laughs> that's terrible. That's not the name of the song, I lady. mean, I'm not going to bring it back to Alex Cooper, but that's the cringiness level when oh, she's gosh. trying to tell him which songs to sing. And I'm like, honey, prepare. Well, now that they're dating, she's going to know his catalog it's a lot not better. Her. It's not her. I don't think Alex Cooper's like. You don't ready think he for... would he would date a smart, attractive blonde? Oh, I'm not dissing Alex that's, Cooper. That's totally I just his type. Don't know if she's like, yeah, I'm in this to be serious forever and get married. I, to me, she just seems as young as Cassie David, which I don't remember how old Cassie David is. But mm -hmm. Very young. I just don't want him to date her because she's beautiful and smart and some has good podcasts. Some people that get has married way young. More subscribers than mine. <laughs> Not okay. everybody has to wait till they're John's age to get married. Anyway, song bio. Song bio. All right, so this is off his first major label <laughs> release. Uh, Room for Squares. Room for Squares. That's what it's called. Ah, Thank that's you. That's why we take notes. I just like drew a blank for a second here. <laughs> um, this is not one of the songs that was on the EP. It was written for this. This song is most famous because of the guitar riff. Mm -hmm. The guitar riff is incredibly difficult to play. Uh, John and his mutant six foot four person hands. Um, can play in a way that yes. a lot of people with normal-sized hands cannot. That is what the internet is telling me. Yes. And it was a whole TikTok challenge. Yes. 
I'm sure you're intimately familiar with John's TikTok. I am. But for those... There's not a lot there, so it's not hard. There's not a ton. Yeah. He got really excited about it right around album release. And well, I think he was forced to. Well, perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. And now he's posting like once every three months kind yeah. of kind yeah. of thing. Um, and it's really funny. If you haven't checked it out, you should. So funny. It's he's he's a he's a humorous guy. Mm-hmm. You can see where he got the stand up thing. The from. most likes and engagement and that we have on a post mm-hmm. is uh, it was him playing whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. He's like, I have to do it oh, without my harmonica. harmonica? He's like spits basically. Yeah. People went insane, and I'm like, this yeah. isn't even our content. And then w- with someone with a lot of followers, every once in a while, we'll share it, and suddenly all our numbers shoot back up again. And I'm like, glad I posted that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, so it, it, there's a, a whole TikTok challenge of people trying to play yeah. Neon, the, yeah. the riff to it, because it is it is incredibly tricky. Right. And even uh, John doesn't always hit it flawlessly. Yeah. Because um, it's, it's tough. Yeah. You know, there's a, the, that last run, there's a lot of notes in there. Um, and a lot of the people who are like can do the first part kind of biff the the last part of it, mm-hmm. but that's it's kind of like this litmus test. It's become this litmus test, um, and a lot of people are playing it on acoustic because he plays it on acoustic yes. on the live version of this. Yes, he did he it does. on where the light is. Very popular in the DMs. Yes, on the record he plays it on electric. So do it, you know. Do you have a preference between the two? I not do. to segue, but no, I do. I do definitely have a preference. Would you like to share it with the group? It's well, it's obvious after the conversation we just had. I know, about but I'm thing. not going to speak for you. I, I like the album version. Right. I think the drums on it are absolutely my style. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're like, what kind of drummer are you? I'm like, oh, I'm the neon drummer I, kind of I drummer. I don't know why, but I do understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's like absolutely, the way he plays this song is absolutely my style. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, there's some actually cool other like electric guitar stuff that are in, that's in there besides just the riff. What is interesting about studying a song like this, I've always just thought of neon, neon's just the riff. Mm-hmm. Right, neon's just that riff. That's what the song is. But having spent some time with it, it's it's grown on me, and I've gone mm-hmm. grown to like mm-hmm. appreciate the other elements to the okay. song that maybe I didn't before. Nice yeah. in, in doing this exercise. Yeah, in, in, yeah, because you were very underwhelmed yeah. when neon was chosen. I was thrilled because I love neon, mm-hmm. uh, particularly the album version. I'm okay with the live versions too. Mm-hmm. I know people feel really strongly about the live version, and I don't feel as strongly. But I think it's just like funky. Mm-hmm. It, there's no downside to listening to it, like mm-hmm. when you're driving around. Maybe like lyrically, it's not as fun to dissect, right? As some of the other songs. So for the purpose of this podcast, I think we were both a little like, oh, okay. And that that, that was my issue. It wasn't yeah. disliking the song. I was like, there's just not. Was we'll get into. There's not a whole lot there. But I also appreciated that because I feel like sometimes the topics are heavy. I feel sometimes like, am I interpreting the song right? Like almost mm-hmm. insecure. Like why did I start this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and this was just. It's not really light, but lighter right. and a little fluffier. And, and it's not bad. God, no. I love the song. Yeah. It's it just not layers top, upon layers. I'm going to say it's probably my top 20. I would okay. have got to it eventually just because I love to listen. I never would skip. I would never skip Neon. See, I, I got to a place where I was skipping it a lot mm-hmm. just because it's like, for me, is again, it just came down to it's just the riff. Yeah. Um, now I won't skip it. Now I've actually kind of grown you're fond welcome. of it. You're welcome. They um, say you're welcome. But I don't like... No, I don't like. I don't. Per- I prefer the album version, I do not too. the live version, because I just because I want drums. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. He's very comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. If you prefer listening to the riff on acoustic guitar, then watch listen to the live version. And you're right. good to go. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about song meaning. Then speaking of my insecurities. Yeah. What do you think the song is about, Jill? Well, it's about a girl. All right. He's comparing to Neon. Her name is Neon. No, <laughs> be a terrible name. Oh God, what if I insulted somebody? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I insulted them. I insulted their parents. What would you call them for short? Knee. Yeah, I wouldn't call them on <laughs> Neo. Um, so you know, it's about a girl who's 
has other, I mean, there's an allusion to, mm-hmm. or it's alluded, mm-hmm. that maybe she likes to drink and do drugs. And where do you get the drugs reference from? Find a high on oh. Peachtree Street. But that could also be like find a high of drinks or it says techno beats. So right. high can come in many forms. Right. She's a lot of fun. She's kind of hard to pin down and keep track of because she's, you know, being compared to Neon, which mm-hmm. is like buzzy and flashy and mm-hmm. not hard to get a handle on, but it would get old staring at it for a long time. Um, and I find it unreliable because mm-hmm. if there's neon signs, there's like always a letter that's flashing or is out. Yeah. And she's just kind of magic. And She's the life of the party. Yeah, life of the party. That was a lot more concise than how I was saying it. Thank you. She lights up the room. I hate that expression. When she walks into the room, everyone's looking at her. Yeah. So all happens. eyes are on her. When people die, then they all lit up the room. Oh, God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I know it's like harsh, but I'm like, well, we all can't light up rooms. No, but there you are. You can have other things to right, remember right. you by. There are people I mean, who, I light up every room I walk into. Of course. Into. <laughs> obviously. But there are people who will walk into a crowded room and everyone will notice them. Right? Absolutely. And, and this is her. clear, yes. Which that, is funny because it doesn't say it in here. It's her because she's so pretty. No, and I it love doesn't. that about it. Yeah, there's actually no description of her appearance. She's just the it girl. She just is. She's heavy into everything. That's another area where I feel like it's about drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. I never thought that before. It's just mm-hmm. when you read the lyrics over and over and over again right. in preparation for this, I'm like, oh, is she a drug addict? Yeah. I mean, she's coming, she's going. No one knows. No one knows. She's heavy but into everything. I know. She's looking for a high on peach tree. So we can talk about Peachtree Street in a second here, okay. too, because I did a little research on that. Oh, cool. But, like, I know this girl. No, no, you don't, John does. <laughs> no, I, I know this girl. Uh-huh. I know the girl who is, like, gets all we the all attention. Do. Everybody wants her. Yeah. You either want to be her friend or you want to be with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's just, like, no one can pin her down. Mm-hmm. She's here. She's gone. She's here. And, like, oh, cool, we're best friends. And then she's out. Mm-hmm. Next time she won't even talk to you. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's just, I, I, I know this person. This is very... Like, it's not me, so I don't identify in it that way, but mm-hmm. it is, like, I'm at 100% with this person. See, I disagree with you. Okay. Because I think that person's everyone. Really? Because the way you feel about a person who walks into a room uh-huh. is the way you feel about the person who walked into the room. I might not feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I know this specifically because of the way you describe people to me who are going to be at your show, uh-huh. and I have a complete opposite reaction to those people, and... I have an opposite description of how the room reacts to them. Really? And I'm like, I don't know what this fool's talking about. And so I Off air, I want to hear all the details, but... (laughs) No. But I think that you put... The rhetorical you Mm -hmm. puts your thoughts into it. So I'm not saying these girls don't exist. I I think we all know an it girl. Mm -hmm. But I think the way you react to her... Okay, if you say her name one more time. <laughs> this is not an Alex Cooper podcast. I don't think she, I think she's, I have nothing but positive things to say about her. I think mm-hmm. she's awesome. I don't know if she's the type of person who lights up a room. I don't think she's a neon sort of person because mm-hmm. I'm probably mad she's dating John Mayer and jealous of her podcast. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. might be like, oh, absolutely. Because right. you're not, so I wasn't even trying to illustrate that there. But do you did. see it? I do. So I think we all know this girl, but mm-hmm. you think, no, I know this girl, but it's, someone else might not know her in that way. You might feel like it's subjective to everybody because, the effect that she has on some part. No one, no one walks in a room and everyone has the exact same reaction. That's just not what happens. Unless it's about attractiveness, maybe. Right. Well, and even then, like, that can be subjective. Exactly. Um, I would say, so maybe they don't have the same reaction. Yeah, I guess there's some people who are just indifferent. Different degrees of They're reaction. On, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a lot more, like they always say, it's a thin line between love and hate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The fact that you're reacting like so Cooper. Right. That you react yeah. so strongly negatively mm-hmm. is, in fact, a reflection of how a strong response right. you have in the opposite direction. But still right? different. But still different. But yeah. 
Barely. Yeah. Only by, you know... Well, these weren't even things I thought until we started talking. Yeah. Well, obviously I thought them, but I didn't... I didn't hash that out in here. It's just like, oh, you were just like so strong. Like, I know this girl. Yeah, like, I do. No, nah, props you don't. Because if I was with you, I'd be I, like, nah. I can good. pull up her Instagram right now and show it to her. <laughs> I can only handle so much. It's multitasking. <laughs> um, do you know about Peachtree Street? No, I was looking forward to you telling me about it. It's based... Okay, so in Georgia, mm-hmm. Atlanta, where John was living when right. he was writing this record... Right. Um, like everything is peach tree. It's a peach state, right? Yeah. So by some accounts, there's like 70 streets or variations of streets with peach tree in the name. Oh, I'm sure. There is this peach tree, peach tree creek. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of streets along that got the name. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically synonymous with Main Street. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's like peach tree street is like a nod to Georgia. Yeah. But saying it's like a very popular street, like you would have... Well, I figured it might be a Georgia thing, but I didn't think to look it up. That was very well... Good job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So speaking of Peachtree Street, which Mm -hmm. is a lyric, Uh uh, what's your favorite, least favorite lyrics, or what do you have to say about the lyrical content, which is what you were mad about the day I told you the podcast we were doing. I I wasn't mad about it. I was just like, Disappointed. "Eh." Yeah, just like, "Eh." Mm -hmm. Um, eh. I really like, um, it's hard for me to take a stand. When I would take her any way I can. I, I like, could didn't want to speak for you again, but mm-hmm. I mean, the Lucas vibes. That's mm-hmm. why I was surprised you weren't more excited about the song. Because mm-hmm. I was like, this is totally you. And oh, I've been there. Through. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there where it's like, I just want you so bad that I'll take you in any way. Hopefully I'm in a better place now. And hopefully I'm ever tested to find out. Um, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've, I've been there, you know. It's like, I, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to buckle no matter what. Yeah. You know? And I know plenty of people who are have been in that situation, totally. you know, yeah. and it's not a great place to be. It's not no. a healthy place to be. No. Know your worth, queen, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I intentionally chose a different lyric because I think You thought that, I was going to, you knew I was going to go for well, that? Well, yeah, but, and, and I also see the feedback, you know, even though I try not to factor it in. Uh-huh. Um, and that was a popular one, although mine is very popular too, which is, um, I can't be her angel now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not my place to hold her down, mm-hmm. which is... Right before your part. Right. So, I mean, that whole area is my favorite part. Um, so, that's that's interesting. Uh, talk to me about why that's your favorite part. Because you can't save her. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, the levels of this girl being a drug addict is so <laughs> drilled into me now. Uh-huh. And we've all known an addict or an mm-hmm. alcoholic. And it's like, yeah, it's not your place to hold them down. They mm-hmm. have to decide and get help. Do I think this is what John was talking about when he wrote the song? Mm-hmm. No. I think... 90% absolutely not. Right. But the more I read it, mm. whether I'm interpreting or like putting in my own life experience, right. I just... Which we all do. We all bring our own yeah. lens to anything that we are interpreting. Exactly. And so I just think that that's a really relatable line. Or even if it's not, it doesn't have to be drugs and alcohol. Just like someone who's making bad choices or mm-hmm. someone who's going through something. You're like, man, I cannot save them. Mm-hmm. You know, what am I going to do? It's not my place. Like they have to live their own life. So it's interesting that you that you landed there because for for me and now this is my own lens right of, mm-hmm. of being a different gender when I look at that I think oh this is like the I want to be the white knight I've seen so many dudes who was like sure. oh it's my job to protect her I could save her if she was with me I'd take care of her I would you but know but he's saying he can't clean her up but but I yeah see what you're saying. and yeah, yeah. But he, I like, could but I can't yeah from that perspective and he's just mm-hmm. saying like. Actually, no, I can't. I can't. I yeah. can't hold her down. She's yeah. going to do her neon. thing. Yeah. Slipping through people's it's, hands. It's ephemeral, right? It's hard. What? Ephemeral. What's ephemeral? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, someone walked by outside. The neighbor kid scared you. <laughs> scared me so bad. Um, ephemeral is like, it's not really tangible. It's not really solid. It's not really there. It disappears. It's like smoke, like a cloud. It's wispy. Okay, well, you learn something new every day. Yeah, I always got a vocab word every every week. A lot of times you do. 
Okay, let's get into listener feedback then. Let's have anything else Wait, to say. Yeah, one other thing. Like, uh, so she's um, really into mixed drinks, which is great. Is it? Of, is instead it of just great? whiskey, 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 water, water, water. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a mixed drink fan. Um, to techno beats. And I feel like that re- that line techno beats really kind of ages the song. <laughs> it does. Because yeah. we, we used to say like that music was techno. I know there's still a, a genre, a specific genre that is techno. Yes. But people like John Mayer, people mm-hmm. like you and I, who were not necessarily insiders mm-hmm. to that kind of music, would never call it techno now. Only no. old people call it techno. We would call it EDM. Right. You know, so. Or mm-hmm. you call it club music. Okay. And and instead of using any of those words, me mm-hmm. and my friend circle would have been like, oh, do you want to go to the club tonight? Sure. Oots, oots, you want to go to the oots music? Yeah, the oots <laughs> yeah. music. So I don't use any words at all when uh-huh. I talk about it. I wouldn't say EDM. I wouldn't say, I would just make the oots sound. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which is very specifically dating me. <laughs> um, so the listener feedback then is an 89% play, 11% skip. Given that it was uh, Instagram chosen, uh-huh. I thought that it would be a little higher on the play. Not that 89 is not respectable. Right. But I just thought that was interesting. So let's get into the comments. <sighs> At Francois21 said, my favorite JM song. I'm so hyped to hear y'all talk about it. They knew what's up. Compliment mm-hmm. me. You get in the list. There you go. Daflo said lyrics are super underrated on this one, mm-hmm. which I didn't agree with mm. until I had to dive into the lyrics right. and learn more about it. Simon, oh no, Simon Famrot said easily one of his funkiest, and the Where the Light Is acoustic version is elite. I really do like the acoustic version. I feel like I didn't talk about that enough. I know a lot of people do. That is one comment I pulled of 4,072 saying that they liked the acoustic version. Wow. There's a lot. Not that many. <laughs> we don't have that many I was like, um. <laughs> um, Sizaiman, Sizaiman, can you please DM me how to say your name? Because I know that's not right. Said hardest song to play on guitar also. But he sent mm-hmm. in a second message, so I just got confused. Enjoy.jade said, my favorite version is the Keep Me Where the Light Is. It's the best version, I think. I accidentally forgot to cross hers out. That's a double on yeah, the same. It's a popular sentiment. Jake Bolesses said, this song single-handedly rekindled my love for playing guitar, even if it took months, LOL. That's awesome. Representative of several comments. Mm. Reignited my love for guitar playing, spent the pandemic learning how Mm -hmm. to play this. A lot of comments like that. Katie Moret said, he always plays it in acoustic sets because he knows it's so good. Love that he loves it. And I am curious why he chooses to play it acoustic so much, because I have noticed that. Did we Mm -hmm. talk about that? No, why does why that became an acoustic song when it yeah. wasn't on the record? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe just like people could focus on his and yeah, and again, like I said, that song is the riff, right? That's yeah. like the what doing a lot of the work there. So okay, but why he chooses to play it on an acoustic instead of electric when he's playing electric know. on the record? Yeah, I think that would be a fun question to ask him if he's ever on our podcast. Yeah, I don't know, Cassie David. So. Uh, Joss Kabbalaram said, actually, I don't understand well the song, Mm -hmm. but the music, it's amazing. About the lyrics, it's a little confusing. Okay, so here, I would speak to that point. Mm -hmm. Here's, if I was going to levy a criticism on the Mm -hmm. writing of the song, it would be the first verse. Mm -hmm. It takes a really long time for him to get to what the song is about. I would agree with that. Right, because we're reading through, and he's just very descriptive. It's about lighting, descriptive imagery, yeah. right? 
And finally we get her, the, the pronoun her, hits her like a sunrise. But who is she? We don't know yet. No. We know that she comes and goes like no one knows, right? And then he doesn't go to the chorus yet. And we'd never know who she is to him for a while. Yeah. Good point. He doesn't hit the chorus. He goes back to the verse because he hasn't really told us anything about her yet. So right. we can't have the payoff of the chorus. Right. Right? So he's got to give us more info. Yeah. So, like, if there's confusion there, that's what it is. is he, it does take him, that first verse doesn't give us a lot of info mm-hmm. if you notice when we talked about like the lyrics what lyrics do we like we didn't take anything from that first verse everything no. was from verse two and verse three yeah later in the song yeah. and not doing any research and just being like okay we're doing neon i was like i don't know i guess it's about a girl mm-hmm. like i couldn't say that i had a really strong yeah idea of what it's about yeah um oh this one i referenced so i want to read at kaylin underscore staple said the song that got me into john spent lockdown learning to play and sing it at the same time and 1998, the AMR Company 2, this is kind of a specific screen name, oh, okay. said greatest John Mayer song with a top 10 riff of all time. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah. You would agree. Oh, yeah. I mean, as far as like John Mayer, oh, like of all time of all music or just of mm. John Mayer stuff? I'm going with John Mayer. Oh, yeah. It's definitely. They, technically, would, they don't clarify. I would say this probably is his most famous riff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Um, at Davey Emanuel said, although it probably will never happen due to timing and tempo changes, just once would I love to hear this played live with a full band. Is that why, maybe? No, there's... I, I, like, those are pretty talented musicians. Yeah, so. there's no, like, I, tempo changes on the record that, like, we couldn't do. Couldn't do live. Yeah, yeah I just, I'm, I'm dying to ask him. At VA Angel underscore 19, wow, this song started a love story that has lasted 22 years. Aww. Laughing, crying emoji. It's like a warm hug, never gets old, like happy emoji. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she must have met her boyfriend 22 years ago. Nope, and then the I went, song. I know. I it's went the back song. And read it. I was like, oh, she means with John Mayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's me. That's me, not her, not being very smart. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, this is interesting. At Jake Bolesis says, This song was my introduction to John and my catalyst towards playing guitar again. Not only does the what uh, Where the Light Is version show off guitar virtuosity and stellar singing, but puts both on display at the same time. Not to mention creative lyrics. So here, this is interesting because he pulled something from the start of the song. Mm-hmm. Just recently saw someone associate a trail of ruby red and diamond white with headlights and traffic lights yeah. and city traffic. That mm-hmm. song will never fail to amaze me and make me love John Mayer more every day. I never got that from that alone. Did you get that? You yeah, because if, if you're thinking of a city, mm-hmm. like why, where we, where is red and white? Those are very specific colors. And yeah, where you see them is on the freeway. At Carly Porter 1221 said an early masterpiece that has become a John Mayer classic. I feel like this is the one you play for people that have him pegged as the, quote, your body is a wonderland, uh, underscore, end quote, Mm. pop playboy, because this song has so much more depth and guitar is mind-blowing. Which is interesting because, well, she's not saying a song to introduce John to someone Mm -hmm. specifically to get away from. Mm -hmm. I don't know that this is a song I would choose. I I don't know if she's thinking she has to choose something from that album. Right. And that's why. Definitely from the album, I agree. If I I needed to, like if I was a guitar player friend of mine, like say Ben, who has been on the podcast before, this would be a song. I'd be like, hey, check it out because he would be fascinated by the riff and then the rest would sneak up on him. Right. Yeah. I, I do think it was is one. It's one I put on the album for my, the album, like I made an album, the Burt CD for mm-hmm. my mom who didn't have a smart car at the time, mm-hmm. but now does. Um, I did choose that song because I do think it's a good song for introducing him to people. At Miles, ugh, Miles Penizewski 
said, what a masterpiece, specifically the Where the Light is version. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect way to open one of the greatest live performances of all time. The lyrics hit home in so many ways, and the music is absolutely mind-blowing. The solo acoustic version brings out the emotion in the lyrics so well, although playing that guitar part cleanly on electric is more impressive. I adore the song. One of my favorites from John, for sure. I was just really surprised, I guess, about the level of sincerity and enthusiasm mm -hmm. people had for the song. And, you know, to that last point, mm -hmm. he does... He, there is a, a, a restraint on the record that is not in the live version. Mm -hmm. So he goes for a couple of big notes at the at the end on the live version that he doesn't on the record. Right. You know, so people are like, oh, that's more passionate because he's going for it. And he's got a nice little, like, long, like, intro at the mm -hmm. beginning of it. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I can see that. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is, as I've been sitting here and listening to those comments and looking at the lyrics, I think you're totally right. I can't unsee it now. That she has an alcohol or... Some sort of substance problem. Yeah. Right? Whatever it is. Because how long before she burns away? Mm-hmm. You know? And, like... The whole, my favorite, like, it's hard for me to take a stand when take care in a way. Can't, like, you're too messed up. I'm not going mm -hmm. to. But I know I'm going to. She's because... also literally buzzing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think she's on speed. Personally. Like, neon. Yeah. Mm. I, I just feel terrible for her. I'd love to know where she is now. She's okay. Remember, she he doesn't write songs oh, about specific people, Jill. <laughs> you're right. He doesn't. Let's write This the is a compilation. <laughs> this is a pastiche. Someone on Instagram was like, I'm throwing my hat in the ring to be the co-host. What do you guys do? Paper doll. And I was like, all right now. <laughs> we already did paper doll. Not no. Yeah, we did. I did paper doll. I picked it. We did what it. What song it is happened. it that I don't want to do then? Rosie. No. I didn't say I wasn't gonna show up for Rosie. On the last podcast I said I'm not even gonna be here for that song. Oh. Maybe it was Rosie. Yeah. Whatever. You can't have my podcast girl. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, was, it was super cute. All right. Well, Jill, now that we've gone through all of that and you gotta tell me, is this the John who sings the quiet songs or the John who turns the ladies on? Look, 77% of Instagram said it was turns the ladies on mm -hmm. and 23% quiet said quiet song. Now I get it. Some people pulled, people have been better about explaining to me up top why okay. they voted for that. And I appreciate that because then I come with clarity and I'm not like, it doesn't make sense. There are some lyrics individually you uh -huh. could probably pull and attribute to turns the ladies on because right. they're beautiful, because whatever. But because I decided after a long time with the song that it's about his love of a girl who has some sort of issue with mm -hmm. addiction, mm -hmm. it is not a turns lady song on at all for me. Mm -hmm. I get why it is to some people, but I think the best middle of the road answer is it's quite a uh, quiet song with a cardigan on. Is that mm -hmm. what we call it mm -hmm. when it's like a little bit of both? No, um, we say it's a it's a turns ladies on is with, with a cardigan on yeah. yeah so i just if you're factoring in what everybody's saying and how i felt about the song before that's what it is but where i am today it's quiet song uh i 100 agree with your description Ooh. it is a quiet song and for the same reasons mm -hmm. that yeah this is this is like a cautionary tale yes it's cautionary a, tale. Yes. it's like i'm really worried about this person they're amazing mm -hmm. They're amazing, but I this doesn't really feel sustainable, and yeah. I'm just worried about what happens mm -hmm. when the party's off. You know, it's like uh, in the Friends. Do you remember uh, the episode of Friends when I think it's Phoebe is dating a therapist? Yes, and, and he won't stop like analyzing. And, yeah, he's talking to Ch to Chandler, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, you're really funny." He's like, I "Hate to be there when the laughing stops." Yes, the laughing stops. Oh <laughs> I remember that scene vividly. Yeah, it's kind of like this, like. What happens when the party stops? Yeah. Like, where know. is this girl in the morning? Yeah. So that that for me, uh, you know, have, having had similar backgrounds, yeah, uh, and experiences uh, as you have, is like, no, I that does not turn me on at all. It's, no, it's a quiet song. It's mm -hmm. I hope that this genuine. Yeah, that 
this person, people like this, end up okay. And it's interesting choice that it's so up tempo and funky. Mm -hmm. If we're accurate, mm -hmm. if like he is specifically talking about the situation we think he is, mm -hmm. it's just an interesting, you know, paradox. I guess like mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense to me anymore. I'm like basically, this has ruined the song for me. So oh, God. <laughs> I hope everyone's happy because I don't want to drive around in my car singing about this poor girl who I think possibly is dead now. Oh my so. God, who doesn't exist, Jill? She doesn't exist. You know what I mean? It's still a, an experience can spark yes, their song. Absolutely. Anyways, next question. How much does this make you love John Mayer? Well, see, this is tough because it used to be a five mm. because it was one of my favorite songs. It's, mm -hmm. it's a deep old school memory song for me. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm thinking of like shows at the time and places I used to hang out, my little oons oons clubs I used to go to and uh -huh. driving to Orange County to see my friends. And it just sounds so great. So I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna give it a five because it's a five. Okay. Although I'm a little disturbed now and maybe I won't listen to it as much, it's still a five. What about you? Like a three and a half, maybe wow. a four. Okay. Yeah, it, it, you know, like there's so many, and that's not, this is a bad song. There's mm -hmm. just so much of his music that I'm like, oh my God, he wrote that for me. Mm -hmm. And there's like an emotional support mm -hmm. that the song provides mm -hmm. me. And this song just doesn't do that. And not every song has to. That's not his job mm -hmm. to be my emotional support guitar player. It's you his know? job for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so like there's no knock on the song. It's just like yeah. in comparison to other songs, mm -hmm. it's in the middle. That's fair. This is a middle that's song. Fair. Yeah. Okay. I do not have a discussion question because my discussion question was, is this woman on drugs? And I think we both agree that perhaps she is. Yeah, I had one and it literally just disappeared oh, from no. my brain. That's funny because the album disappeared from your brain too. You didn't get enough sleep. I didn't get enough sleep. We played last night. Uh, we had a show that went late and then, you know, after party and everything. And then the boys woke me up early because it's a weekend to go have breakfast. We so. live such different lives. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were both up early, but for very different reasons. Yeah. And then I had lunch with my kids and we played cornhole. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been different days. Um, okay. Well, then, so we have an episode next week. Yes. But that will be the last episode. Wait, of do the we have season. an episode next week? Yeah, because next week we're recording an episode. Okay. On Wednesday. Oh, that's right. And then that's the end of season one. That's the end of season one. Yay! Wow, we made it's it. And we're just shy of a year. We're this is episode off the 41 right here. Okay. So next one will be episode 42, so mm -hmm. we make it through 42 episodes. Right. Which is which is a solid season. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And then we will have two weeks off mm -hmm. for personal reasons. Yes. <laughs> and to reassess for season two if we need new segments, if we want to change anything. So not yet, but after next week's episode, you're going to want to go to our Instagram because we're asking things like, do you like when we have guests? Right. What guests do you want to see? Yes, we want to see John Mayer here too, but right. go ahead and tell us that. Um, do you have a suggestion for a segment? Uh, what do you guys think? We know you want to hear the songs while we talk about them. We, You have DM'd us that. We get it. We just legally can't start playing John Mayer songs on our podcast. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a gray legal area, but for... Our purposes, since we don't have a legal team no. to clear stuff with, it's best that we just stick away, stay away from it. You can right. find his songs; they're not hard to find. Wherever you're <laughs> listening to this podcast, you could also but listen to his it. songs. I think specifically when you talk about things, they rather be like in the bridge. But someone's like, I'm always talking about what is this? Particular if you just portion? could play a snippet, and yeah. I would love that. But also, like, we don't make any money on the podcast right. at this point. We have, and we will again. But we definitely can't be, like, losing money because we're getting sued or something. Right. And also, like, it takes a lot more time than to edit and splice oh, yeah. the stuff. And no, we're one We don't have done. anyone doing that stuff for like, us. Like, you so. guys heard my neighbor's kid and how much it scared me. And yep. we're going to keep that in there. That's in there. You know it's real. This is the raw, authentic, like, vulnerable 
Maybe you that's know? why. Maybe that's the feedback we're going to get where we have our season break. We love... Is be more professional? <laughs> <laughs> it could be that. If you stop telling us who you are at the top of the podcast, we know you're Jill and Lucas. Oh, I know what I was going to suggest. What? This is ridiculous. Mm. We need music at the beginning of our podcast. Sure, we can't play John Muir music, but you're literally in a band. No, you want an, an intro music. Yes. Okay. Because it must just be annoying to click as, hey, I'm Jill. And I'm Lucas. <laughs> Why is that annoying? I don't know. I just like other podcasts have music at the start. That's true. Or like some sort of little digital sound or something. And I'm just like, where can we get music? Oh, yeah. Lucas is literally in a band. I'm literally in a billion bands, So you actually. can get like a John Mayer vibey, you know, like 15 second music mm-hmm. snippet. We could please work on that in our time off. I, I will on your cruise, <laughs> You're right? Because part of the reason we're taking a break is I'm going to be out of the country. Don't go on the cruise and just record this music. <laughs> yes. Um, here's a question I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. We only have one more episode, right? It falls to me to choose. Should mm. we not start another cycle, and should we do something else with next week's episode? They've been wanting covers. They wanted us to. I just don't understand how to really talk about a cover, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we could do a, an covers. episode of, like, all the covers that we know that he's done, which would be, like, the Tom Petty song, mm-hmm. Free Fallen. Um, he does the a Beyonce J- song I never knew was a Beyonce oh, yeah, song until a year Beyonce. ago. He does a J.J. Kale song. Mm-hmm. He does a Jimi Hendrix song. We could do that. We could Bold do... Bold Love is on Continuum. We could do an obscure song. So there's the Bathroom Hotel song that's, like, a real song that he never recorded, but uh-huh. you can find it on the internet. Or the CVS bag song, which is or something he just kind of made up. Or ravioli shoes. Drone shot on my yacht. Ravioli shoes. We that. Let's throw it on Instagram. Okay. And just say, what do you guys want to see for the last episode right. of the season? It just didn't feel fair. It didn't feel equitable for me to get an extra pick. I would have been you. mad in hindsight once mm-hmm. I realized you got the last turn. So yeah, thank you. See? You see, <laughs> yeah. It's all, Alex Cooper all over again. Always thinking about it, yeah. <laughs> okay, well then we hope you guys have a great week. So tune in and figure out what we're going to do with our next episode. <laughs> we don't know. Yep. We're so good at this. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. We'll talk to you next week. Next week. Next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.